Hello, and welcome to this week's Aging with Grace podcast titled Sex Therapy. I'm D.G. Linton Gridley, founder and CEO of Aging with Grace, and I'm so glad you have joined us today. Welcome. This podcast is one in a series I've been launching telling you about various therapies that are available for us to improve our health and quality of life. I have covered other therapies such as physical therapy, occupational therapy, chiropractic therapy, speech therapy, massage therapy, and many other therapies. I would be remiss if I, if I did not include sex therapy in this series because sex is so good for us. If you are an adult, you should be having sex for your health's sake. I am not encouraging people to have sex just for sex's sake, however. I believe sex is best enjoyed with a monogamous partner with whom one shares a deep, loving relationship. I know that's hard to find, but that should be everyone's goal, in my opinion. Oh, and by the way, this podcast is not for the younger audience. People under the age of 18 should probably not be listening to this, even though the articles I found are easily accessible from any internet search, and there is definitely nothing pornographic about this podcast. The first article I'm going to share with you is from WebMD titled, Sex Not Only Feels Good, It Can Also Be Good For You. Here's what a healthy sex life can do for you. Number one, helps keep your immune system humming. Sexually active people take fewer sick days, says Yvonne K. Fulbright, PhD, a sexual health expert. People who have sex have higher levels of what defends your body against germs, viruses, and other intruders. Researchers at Wilkes University in Pennsylvania found that college students who had sex once or twice a week had higher levels of a certain antibody compared with students who had sex less often. You should still do all the other things that make your immune system happy, such as eating right, staying active, getting enough sleep, keeping up with your vaccination, vaccinations, and using a condom. Okay, this is me, DG, interjecting here. I shared with you in another podcast covering safety. The podcast was about safety. And, and in that podcast, I shared with you that seniors have a higher incidence of STDs than other segments of the population, and many believe this is because seniors do not wear a condom because they don't fear getting pregnant, but they should fear getting an STD, which is another reason to seek out a monogamous relationship. <laughs> now back to the article. Number two, sex boosts your libido. Longing for a more lively sex life? Having sex will make sex better and will improve your libido, says Lauren Stryker, MD. She is an assistant clinical professor of obstetrics and gynecology at Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine in Chicago. For women, having sex ups vaginal lubrication, blood flow, and elasticity, she says, all of which make sex feel better and help you crave more of it. Number three, improves women's bladder control. A strong pelvic floor is important for avoiding incontinence, something that will affect about 30% of women at some point in their lives. Good sex is like a workout for your pelvic floor muscles. When you have an orgasm, it causes contractions in those muscles, which strength strengthens them. Number four, lowers your blood pressure. Research suggests a link between sex and lower blood pressure, says Joseph J. Penzone, MD. 
He is CEO and medical director of Amaya Wellness. There have been many studies, he says. One landmark study found that sexual intercourse specifically, not masturbation, lowered systolic blood pressure. That's the first number on your blood pressure test. Number five, counts as exercise. Sex is a really great form of exercise, Penzoni says. It won't replace the treadmill, but it counts for something. Sex uses about five calories per minute, four more calories than watching TV. (laughs) It gives you a one-two punch. It bumps up your heart rate and uses various muscles. So get busy. You may even want to clear your schedule to make time for it on a regular basis. Like with exercise, consistency helps maximize the benefits, Penzoni says. Number six, lowers heart attack risk. A good sex life is good for your heart. Besides being a great way to raise your heart rate, sex helps keep your estrogen and testosterone levels in balance. When either one of those is low, you begin to get lots of problems like osteoporosis and even heart disease, Penzoni says. Having sex more often may help. During one study, men who had sex at least twice a week were half as likely to die of heart disease as men who had sex rarely. Number seven, lessens pain. Before you reach for an aspirin, try for an orgasm. Orgasm can block pain, says Barry R. Kamusaruk, Ph.D., a distinguished service professor at Rutgers, the State University of New Jersey. It releases a hormone that helps raise your pain threshold. Stimulation without orgasm can also do the trick. We found that vaginal stimulation can block chronic back and leg pain, and many women have told us that genital self-stimulation can reduce menstrual cramps, arthritic pain, and in some cases even headache, Commissarok says. Number eight, may make prostate cancer less likely. Going for the gusto may help ward off prostate cancer. Men who ejaculated frequently at least 21 times a month were less likely to get prostate cancer during one study, which was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association. You don't need a partner to reap this benefit. Sexual intercourse, nocturnal emission, and masturbation were all part of the equation. It's not clear that sex was the only reason that mattered in that study. Lots of factors affect cancer risk, but more sex won't hurt. Number nine, improve sleep. You may nod off more quickly after sex and for good reason. After orgasm, the hormone prolactin is released, which is responsible for the feelings of relaxation and sleepiness after sex, says Shini Ambardar, MD. She is a psychiatrist in West Hollywood, California. Number 10, eases stress. Being close to your partner can soothe stress and anxiety. And Barter says touching and hugging can release your body's natural feel-good hormone. Sexual arousal releases a brain chemical that revs up your brain's pleasure and reward system. Sex and intimacy can boost your self-esteem and happiness, too, and Barter says. It's not only a prescription for a healthy life, but a happy one. And that is the end of the article from WebMD titled, Sex Not Only Feels Good, It Can Also Be Good For You. But what if you and your partner are not having sex? Or what if you're having sex, but there are problems with your sex life? Or what if you don't have a partner because of some of your hang-ups? Or what if you don't 
have a partner because of some hang-ups you have about sex. For those reasons and others, one should seek out a sex therapist. I researched and read several articles explaining sex therapy, but I like this one the best. It is from my.clevelandclinic.org, and it is titled, What is a Sex Therapist? A sex therapist is a licensed healthcare provider who helps you address any emotional or mental roadblocks that are causing or are related to sexual issues. A sex therapist could be a social worker, medical doctor, or psychologist, but they must have specialized training in sexual health and sexual problems. A sex therapist can work with individuals or partners to help them resolve sexual difficulties, such as performance anxiety or intimacy issues. This next part's titled, What Does a Sex Therapist Do? Sex therapists can help treat many kinds of sexual dysfunction that have psychological causes or impacts. They can also help with life and relationship issues related to sex. Therapists do this in a supportive, non-judgmental, inclusive, and safe environment. It's important to know that sex therapists don't treat physical or mental or med- medical conditions that affect sex, such as low testosterone, for example. You may need to go see a primary health care provider, gynecologist, or urologist for any sexual function issues first to see if there are any underlying physical causes. Sex therapists use an assortment of evidence-based treatments to help people improve their sex lives. Most often, they use psychotherapy, commonly known as talk therapy, which involves building a talking relationship to establish and assess your feelings, thoughts, and behaviors. Types of psychotherapy for sex therapy may include cognitive behavioral therapy, emotion-based therapy, mindfulness-based interventions, Couples Communication Techniques Sex therapists prioritize confidentiality and maintaining your privacy. In fact, it's a part of their professional code of ethics. Therapists who violate patient confidentiality risk losing their ability to practice therapy in the future. Next section is titled, What Can You See a Sex Therapist For? Sexual activity, including intercourse, outer course, and masturbation, is a complex experience that involves emotional, mental, and physical components. If you want and desire sex, sexual function is an important contributor to your quality of life. It's associated with physical and mental well-being and relationship satisfaction. Healthcare providers and sex educators break sexual activity down into four phases known as the sexual response cycle. Number one, desire, also known as libido. Number two, arousal, also known as excitement. Number three, orgasm. Number four, resolution. Sexual issues can arise at any point during this cycle. Knowing how you respond mentally and physically during each phase can improve your sexual experience and help you pinpoint causes of sexual dysfunction. A sex therapist can help with the mental and emotional aspects of various forms of sexual dysfunction, including lack of desire, lack of arousal, difficulty having an orgasm, pain during sex, such as vaginismus, difficulty getting or keeping an erection, 
premature ejaculation, delayed ejaculation, or other ejaculation. Sex therapists can also help you work through challenges such as sex education and correcting miseducation, sexual trauma, feelings of anxiety, fear, or shame related to sex, issues related to gender identity and or sexual orientation, issues around cultural, religious, and societal views of sex, improving communication about sex and intimacy between you and your partner, mismatched sexual desire between partners, relationship issues stemming from sexual difficulties, poor body image and its relation to sex, coping with and living with sexually transmitted infections, hypersexual disorder, also known as sex addiction, and pornography addiction. Next section's titled, What Happens During a Sex Therapy Session? During sessions, you and your sex therapist will work together to identify and change thoughts and behaviors that are interfering with your sexual life. You may see your therapist by yourself or with your romantic or sexual partner. Your therapist may ask you questions about your health and sexual background, sex education, beliefs about sex, and specific sexual concerns. Talking about sex can be awkward or uncomfortable. Sex therapists recognize this and do their best to make you feel comfortable. As conversation is the main part of psychotherapy, you need to be actively involved in the therapy. The trust and relationship between you and your therapist are essential to working together effectively and benefiting from the therapy. Your sex therapist may may assign homework, activities and exercises that you do in the privacy of your home. This may involve experimentation such as role-playing or exercises to build trust and intimacy, whether with yourself or with your partner. It's important to know that sex therapy sessions don't involve any physical contact or sexual activity between you and your therapist. If you feel uncomfortable with any aspect of therapy, you should tell your therapist or stop seeing them and file a complaint. Next section's titled, What is the Difference Between a Sex Therapist and a Sex Counselor? Both sex therapists and sex counselors may be certified through the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. They both have extensive training in human sexuality. The difference is in how the two experts address sexual concerns. Sex therapists use psychotherapy, talk therapy, to help people with sexual issues, whether they're simple or more complex. Sex counselors take more of an action-based approach by offering education and techniques to address short-term problems. Next section is titled, Frequently Asked Questions. How do you become a sex therapist? To become a sex therapist, you must complete, obtain undergraduate education at a college or university resulting in a bachelor's degree and then a master's degree, in addition to two years of post-degree clinical experience or a doctoral degree, in addition to one year of post-degree clinical experience. The advanced clinical degree must include psychotherapy training, and you must complete at least 90 hours of academic coursework in sexuality education. Associate license in the state in which you'll be practicing sex therapy. How long, next section is titled, How Long Does It Take to Become a Sex Therapist? It usually takes at least nine years to become a certified sex therapist. 
This includes undergraduate education, an advanced clinical degree, and clinical experience. And here's a note from the Cleveland Clinic. Talking about sex or sexual issues can be difficult. Know that a sex therapist can help you better understand and work through sex-related roadblocks that are preventing you from living a full and healthy life. They're experts in their field and have up-to-date knowledge on research and therapy strategies that can help you. And that is the end of the article from my.clevelandclinic.org. And I really don't have any more to add here except to say that I know it's embarrassing to ask for help with sexual matters. Our culture here in the U.S., and particularly in the Bible Belt in which I live here in Lexington, Kentucky, our culture is very uptight and conservative concerning sex, even after the sexual revolution of the 60s. (laughs) Of course, we all know that sex is natural. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for sex, after all. (laughs) And our desire for sex does not end with our baby-making years. Please don't stereotype yourself or others. Please don't have preconceived ideas of what it's like to be older, including preconceived ideas of what it's like for older people concerning sex. Having sex is healthy and good no matter what your age, and it should be fun and enjoyable. If it's not, I would encourage you to see a sex therapist. We don't know what we don't know until we know it. (laughs) In other words, you may think you know what the problem is, but you may not really know because you don't have all the information. Please be open-minded and always curious. What could it hurt to see a sex therapist? As always, I advise that you call your health insurance company and ask if it's covered. But even if it's not, I think it may be well worth the money to improve your health and quality of life through sex therapy. Because your health is your wealth. It's best to have both health and wealth in your older years. But health is more important than wealth because if you don't have your health... You can't enjoy your wealth, (laughs) and all your money will get used up trying to improve your health. So please join Aging with Grace. We can help you grow older with health and save your wealth. Come visit us in person or visit our website. Until next time, this is DG signing off and wishing you a happy and fulfilling week. Bye for now. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the last episode. For more information, please go to agingwithgraceinfo.org. That's agingwithgraceinfo.org. Thank you. The Health Club for Seniors is your kind of place, so come and join us and age with grace.